0: I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin.
1: <gasps>
0: Hello. Hey, guys.
1: Hi. Hello.
2: Hey. What's up?
0: What's up? Welcome. This is the Red Table Talk After Show. I am one of your hosts, Miss Tyler Simone, but I have three lovely panelists with me today. What's up, guys? How are you feeling?
1: what's up what's up what's up how are you
3: what's up my love what's popping y'all
1: y'all look soft, nice and refreshed i love it y'all better come through
3: i feel like the weekend was like refreshing right it was
0: really refreshing
2: same
0: i
1: would say that however i was working all day yesterday so yeah i feel like i need a weekend my <laughs> you need weekend, a weekend just started yeah
3: that that works too well, I had a midweek getaway last week, so I feel like that. Mid-week- you
1: operate on your own rules,
3: right? <laughs> getaway? Where you go? It was still quarantine. I just went to uh, San Diego alone. <laughs> it was it was me and a, a, some friends. Uh, 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 uh
1: huh, huh. Sound like cool. a roast to me. <laughs> he
0: just went out. And he got some air. It's I okay. got some air.
1: Got some, some air. air. Yes. They, All right.
0: some, they <laughs> said we
1: I'm just hating because I was in the house. That's all. <laughs> that's, you that's all it is. Anyway. Guys,
0: <laughs> today we're going to be covering uh, the season three, episode six. This is how your relationship can survive quarantine. Overall thoughts about the episode. Jade, how did you feel about this episode? <sighs>
2: I thought it was very interesting. I just think that it's really cool that we are actually now in the moment of just... Making sure that we're talking about things that are going on and during quarantine, like different types of problems or issues that we can go through. Because this is like low key, like now we're getting into an intimate setting with ourselves in general. And they're just pointing little things about it, you know what I mean? Just in every aspect, whether it's sobriety or, or when it comes to relationships or when it comes to anxiety, just all different types of topics that we didn't really, I think,
1: we dealing, you know?
0: Yes, I agree. Tyler, are you okay?
1: I'm I'm doing just fine. Apparently okay. my tripod is just like over it at the moment, but you know, it happened.
3: It happened. How about did you relationships feel? and Tyler getting sh- shaken up? Ain't he a little scared?
1: You know relationships make me nervous. Oh, yeah. right. <laughs> Don't at all. Don't
0: right. Well, okay, so how did you guys feel about the fight flight and freeze uh reaction to all of this happening and the fact that you pretty much fall in one of those three categories. Do you guys know which category you fall in? Cuz I feel like I am probably in flight mode when I'm stressed.
1: Mm-hmm. Run through them again so that the just in case the audience doesn't remember what they what they were.
0: Okay. So, um fight is when you get a little bit more aggressive, uh, or controlling, or both. Flight is when you feel like you wanna leave or you wanna get away, you wanna be alone, and you have a lot of fear. And then freeze, they were saying, is the hardest to detect. And these are sometimes the hardest people to, I guess, lack of a better word, deal with because you can't really, you don't see much. They don't comprehend a lot of what's going on.
3: I, I would say I'm definitely like the flight. I wanna like get away from it all mentally get my thoughts together. I think it's probably like not such a good thing because you don't address the problem, whatever that problem may be, because you want to get away from it. Yeah. But I, I would say I, I relate more to like the flight aspect. Get me to hell about it here. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah. Okay. And me being me, of course I'm the odd man out. I, I am very much so the fighter. I am the one that I am ready to go to war. Like whatever it is, I make a plan. Let's go to this plan, let's execute let's make it happen we can beat anything like I'm that guy but I have a little bit of those other things also but they just they usually show at different times. but I'm definitely the fighter
2: I think that um I agree with you Tyler because I feel like I am the fighter as well I don't I'm a stubborn person and I'm very stubborn and so I just personally need to have my word out there first and then mm-hmm. I'll then I'll flight when I feel like okay you know what like you're clearly not receiving what I'm saying correctly or doing, and so because you don't like what I say, I'm gonna go ahead and dip out here and let you, you know, do what you got to do because it's just an energy thing. You know what I mean? Like I feel like closed mouths don't get fed, so why not? Why hold? You know, back.
1: Yeah, right, yeah,
2: yeah. I agree with that. Um, we're all single,
0: uh, right? Like we're by ourselves as far as quarantine, right?
1: As far as the quarantine is concerned, yes.
3: If you single,
1: yes. right, My I hand is raised all the way up
0: high. <laughs> All the way up high. So I, this, <laughs> <laughs> this episode was more so about people who are in relationships or people who are married. And even though you guys are single, how did you feel about, you know, finding out different things about relationships and people in quarantine right now? Jay Lamar, how'd you feel?
3: Well, you know, this episode... Probably is one of the ones that I indulged in the most because as a relationship coach, y'all know I own a matchmaking and um, dating service company. And I love talking about love. I love talking about relationships. So it was very interesting hearing married couples, um, their perspectives of being together 24 seven. Because when you think of being married outside of quarantine, you think of being together 24 seven, but like them having to actually be with each other 24 seven and them being honest with, you know, being frustrated and seeing the person so much and kind of feeling like the one couple, um, the gay couple, were talking about how they felt like they were on top of each other. Um, I thought that was honest conversation because I think any person, whether you're married to them or not, if you're in a closed-in space, 24 hours a day together, you're going to get frustrated. You're going to get upset. You're going to get over it. But I do like the aspect of uh, the therapist got kind of giving them fun things to do. Like, to kind of lighten the mood and, and, and still yeah, take care of so. each other and themselves. Like, I really enjoyed that aspect of it.
1: Yeah, yeah. for sure. Lo- so my thing is, even though I'm not in a relationship, I've had a couple very long, like, six-year-plus relationships. And so I feel like I'm very knowledgeable, um, and, and I do a lot of self-awareness. I just love that they were, because I've always said that in this whole situation, two things are going to happen. Either these couples, it's a reality check because you have to be honest in these periods. So you're either going to realize that you've been married to somebody that you cannot stand. And when this is all said and done, y'all are going to break up. Or if y'all were a little distant, this is going to bring you together because now you can't escape. Like you have to face all of your issues now. And for all of the single people, The way I'm approaching this is because I know a lot of people are anxious on dating apps and doing whatever to connect with whomever as quick as possible. And my whole thing is, like, this is the time to work on self. I'm still not. This is not my time to try to build a relationship with you via a FaceTime or a Zoom or anything like that. Because when this is all said and done, who's to say that we even going to connect in the real world? Like, it's easy to connect with somebody when you're lonely and you're isolated, it's almost like prison. You have no choice but to connect. But when this is all said and done, I want somebody that is like, we made choices and decisions that it's me and you. Like that's that's what I'm looking for. So I, I,
3: agree. I agree with like part of what you said, but I, I think that I disagree in the in the fact that if somebody has like been alone, alone by themselves prior to quarantine, and they've done the self work prior to quarantine, and they were finally ready to start dating and then quarantine happened, I think it's kind of good that they're using dating apps and stuff like that to get to know people because if you're at that level to where you're ready to get to know somebody, I don't think that you should let quarantine stop you from finding somebody that could eventually be your life partner. Um, But I do agree, if you're not ready
1: to start dating, this is not the time to just start because you're about to start dating. And to add on to that, you have to be honest because I feel like a lot of people think that they're ready just because they've had a moment to reflect or whatever when the actuality is the vast majority of us we don't we're not honest with ourselves on any level and so this is the time if there has never been a time this is the time to look yourself in the face in the mirror and decide this is what I like these are the things that I don't like and I need to change and all Mm -hmm. of that and I just feel like 90% of the single people out here are really not at a place where they should be dating anybody because we're all broken.
0: Yeah, I feel like the. Fa- Sorry, Jade, go ahead. No, I said
3: all right. Yell at me, TT. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm not yelling. I'm not
0: yelling. I'm just
1: passionate. I'm a bit aggressive, wasn't <laughs> it? I told y'all I'm a fighter. I can't help you. <laughs> but I'm not like well.
0: <laughs> Stop. <laughs> um, uh like Pastor John had brought up, and we got to see Pastor John and his wife aventer who Pastor John is pretty well known in the gospel community but he was saying that people that are married now a lot of them are not thinking about divorce because of the past four weeks or the past six weeks however long they're they're just there's a lot of truth that's being revealed and people are seeing their partners for who they really are and I thought that that was just pretty scary because I know that it just it's always seemed like people especially young people they get married and I don't know if they really know what they're getting into or if they even know the person at all but people are starting to find out that the person they're married to is not the person that they thought they were Mm
3: -hmm. yeah I mean that's true because you gotta look at it they never spent this much time together in a close proximity of space like I said before I mean in dating somebody honestly right now all of us are very busy so if we started dating somebody today and we weren't in quarantine how many times a week would we really see them maybe three, four, how many times they spend a night? Maybe two or three days, if that. But they would never be around us 24 hours a day, seven days right. Um, And yeah. then imagine marrying somebody and you both are very busy. You kinda like, only time you spend together is like when you sleep or maybe you're having dinner and that's like four or five hours and then you're working for the rest of the day, they're working. So to spend 24 hours with somebody and then like really get to know like the, the stuff that really could get on your nerves Your biggest pet peeve the person that you marry has them that's kind of scary
1: it is
2: what personally like makes me a little worried about marriage because I'm not saying I get easily bored with people but I feel (laughs) like I I feel like I get to I feel like because I I guess I've just experienced like people like having that honeymoon stage and then after that honeymoon stage it's like you really get down in the nitty-gritty of who that person is and it's like with me personally, I feel like the way that I live or whatever, and then compare with that person, I think it's very scary in a way that like, okay, what if this person? I'm because I think about myself. I don't really think too much about them because I was like, cause I can accept a person. You know what I mean? I'll try to accept them as much as possible. And if I got a problem, I'll go ahead and just let you know. But you know, that's you know, that's you. But for me, like I feel like I would personally be more on myself and like kind of be like, okay, like hopefully I don't have the certain types of pet peeves that they don't like that they realize of me now that we're 24 hours seeing each other and all that stuff and that's what scares me about marriage because it's not an insecurity thing it's getting to that next level of comfort and I don't think that I think that it's so different than when you're dating and talking to someone and seeing them a few hours and stuff putting and then compared to seeing them and living with them living and breathing every day like all that you know what I mean
3: but I think that that's the thing that should make you excited about marriage because you never really completely know somebody until mm. you take that extra step of commitment. Mm. And like once you marry them, you're signing up to get to know even more about them that you didn't know previously. And you're signing up to kind of deal with those pet peeves and those those flaws that they may have. Um, mm. like if, if your biggest pet peeve is sleeping with the TV on.
1: Mm. And
3: I love that too. <laughs> we could put all sleep. Right. <laughs> and your partner cannot sleep with the TV on. I feel like that's when the big word compromise comes into place where you have to compromise. Like, okay, well my partner doesn't like sleeping with TV on, I love it. Is it something that I can do without so that I can make sure they're happy? And I think that these couples who are in quarantine have to really use that big word compromise and figure out like, this person is doing something I really don't like, but how can I manage to deal with it? Because I really do love this person. And before quarantine, I loved them 10 times more. Now in quarantine, I love them just a little bit, but I don't want to get rid of them. Mm -hmm. But what can we do to kind of not bother each other as much? I
1: think that's the biggest thing. And also, um, so going back to once again, being honest, this thing with the quarantine. So even when you're in a relationship or you're married, for the most part, we all play a part. We all play roles. We all act a certain way. We all of that. But when you're in quarantine, you can't do that. It's like pulling back the onion. I can only fake it for so long. So if I'm faking it like I'm this type of person and every time that we've been around each other, because we haven't had to be around each other for 24 hours at a time, I was able to put up all of these pretenses and put up all of these social norms that now that we're in quarantine 24 7 I can't do that. So if you're not a real person, and this is why I say it starts with the person you have to be real with yourself like I have had so many real moments just me that whenever the relationship comes I'm going to be an amazing partner for somebody because Mm. I fully understand exactly what I can and cannot tolerate what I can and cannot give like there's there's nothing that I don't really know about me well let me not say that but y'all know what I mean like the onion has completely been stripped away but I think that even that still uh,
3: that work that you've done um, to take care of yourself, I think that that's still not going to negate the fact that your partner um, may find something that you do. Oh,
1: problem. absolutely! Oh, hell, you're going to find something that I, that's going to annoy you. Absolutely. I'm sorry to tell you, Tyler isn't perfect. <laughs> he's not perfect, but he's
3: sorry damn close.
1: <laughs> 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 he is
0: the <me>, Tyler Tyson. <laughs> You know what? I feel like the quarantine is a good thing. I feel like it's really showing people for who they really are. And um, if you are discovering that your partner is not who you thought they were, I just feel like you didn't ask enough questions and that's on you because I don't personally think it should have took the quarantine for you to finally realize like, oh, this is not, that's not who I thought it was. That's kind of,
2: that's not good either. I don't think. think
3: Oh, go ahead.
2: Well, I was just gonna say I think, well, you know, if we gonna go to like a God standpoint, what if this is the time for that to happen? You know what I mean? Like not putting aside because you know, we're not just talking about marriage, we're also talking about dating. So it's like especially people who move in with their um spouse, I mean with their significant other, you know what I mean? Now they're realizing, okay, like, you know, I loved coming over every now and then or I love every now and then of this. But you know, honestly, like, what do we like, you know, they is this is a yeah. time to really figure out if they're that. Person too I feel like this is uh-huh. a good time to see what's up with that as well
3: I don't know if you guys seen the Instagram video um, where the lady took out her braids and she had her natural fro in and then her husband she called her husband downstairs and they had been married for like five plus years and he'd never seen her natural hair because she always went to the shop and got it braided and he'd never seen her natural hair and his response was After he touched it, he smelled it, he was like, I mean, it don't look bad. It's just something I gotta get used to. And it wasn't like, I don't think that I would have been hurt by that response, but at the same time, like, can you imagine like five years you never showing your natural hair, but you probably gonna go so much, you probably get your hair done every Friday while he's at work, you go get your hair done, you go get your nails done, stuff like that. So he's never seen you in this rough stage, quarantine stage. And then five Alert years, he, finally, from he finally
1: sees it. No like, backups for 10 days. Crazy.
2: But the thing is, I'm over here trying to, but I feel like with that being said, though, you're not dumb, though. You know what I mean? You know that that's not real. And so if you're like, so I feel like in a way, if he said that to me, I wouldn't be offended, but I'd be like, okay, like, you don't got to say something to get used to, though, because, you know, I mean, this has always been me. It's just mm-hmm. like, you know, it's just something I never just really do. But if he's like, but also I'll see it in the terms of getting used to like, oh, this is a change. Then it's like, okay, I get it. But also at the same time, I just feel like, I don't know. I feel like he could say it, go in about it a better way, if anything.
1: But the, But for me, this is one of those things where I look at that situation and it's hard for me to even, and I have so much empathy for people. It's hard for me to empathize with a situation like that. Because I'm looking at it like, how in the world am I in a relationship with somebody for five years and yeah. I've never seen your natural hair? I don't exactly. want to be in a relationship with somebody where I can't see you natural. I appreciate every phase of this process. I appreciate the glam up. But I, Tyler Tyson, love the glam down. I want to see you in jeans and a t-shirt. I want to <laughs> see you in sweats and a t-shirt. If you wear heels, I want to like, just see you all the way dressed down. It doesn't, everything it doesn't have to be great
2: you better quote me right <laughs> everything
1: right. has to be a glow up like right. oh no. so it that's the situation it. I have no empathy for it I okay. feel like if you if you operate like that you get what you deserve in that no but I, I can almost understand it
3: to a, a certain extent if like you're both busy and and I some, can't if your wife comes home every Friday with a new hairstyle um you don't see her before mm-hmm. you see her like but
2: thing is she should be also very comfortable to be herself you know it's like that's five years like i'm gonna get look let me be honest with you i can only keep up for a good like month or two to like get myself pretty answer the phone look cute but then it comes to a time where it's just like okay you know what no like I, I don't I don't wear makeup all the time. I don't do my hair all the time. It's going to be, yeah. awesome. I and mean, I'm going to look like a hot mess, and you're going to see it, and you're going to love it, because look, at the end of the day, you get both ends. You see that I can look bomb, and you can see that I can look chill. <laughs>
1: Definitely. And I'm, you, I'm can you see both.
3: Definitely.
1: I can look bomb, or I can look busted.
2: Bomber you know? <laughs> busted. You're going to love Mom it. Busted.
0: Ooh,
3: that's busted. That's a bad B word. Bomber <laughs> busted. <laughs> <laughs> <Mom> <laughs> <or> busted. <baby. laughs> I would say like, I wanted- mediocre, like bomb or mediocre,
2: but not busted. <laughs> 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 and also, like I feel like when it comes for women, when it comes to women, and why, like maybe I don't know if this this is her, or like how she probably th- thought of it, but it's like it's also a thing where I feel like the world has made it. see I look like I'm just like giving a speech. It, it's like the world has made it seem like being natural. You have to be like clear skin, all that stuff that you see on Instagram and whatnot. When it's just like, bro, like normal people look like normal people when they don't have makeup or they don't have their hair done you know I mean you don't always gotta you don't always gotta you know we have dark circles that's there that exists you know we have acne that exists you don't know what these is, all that stuff and I feel like as a woman personally I feel like now I'm not saying all men but I feel like men have this view of thinking that all women are gonna just look plain right like clear canvas perfect face
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, they want to, they want a Lori Harvey all day, every day, like no matter the time of day, everything. But
2: it's, it's
0: unrealistic. And it's, yeah, it's just completely unrealistic. I wanted to bring up um, Pastor John's point about the fact that before all of this, he was on the go a lot and he never really had to stay home and be a you know be a father figure in the home and i wanted to bring up how the quarantine is affecting men and them having to now stay in the house with the kids what did you guys think about that point or had you thought about it at all before this episode
1: i had thought about it um and i was thankful that i'm not in that position that i have kids that are here uh, with me um <laughs> But yeah, I mean, so I know that a lot of guys that I know that do have kids, their lives pretty much, not saying that they haven't changed, but they kind of haven't changed. They're already kind of active in the kids' lives. So they're like, the only difference is a lot of what that that one couple that showed up where he went to the grocery store and came back with just a crap load of groceries. A lot of my guy friends are doing that. Um, But they're doing that in addition to spending so much time with their kids. Mm -hmm. If they have girls, it's like nonstop tea parties and doing hair and all type of crazy stuff or playing ball, whatever it is they're doing, they're just, they're just doing more of it. So from what I've seen, they kind of have adapted, but thankfully that's not me.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Tyler, you kill me. Um, <laughs> not not right now. <laughs> not right now, it's not the time. They did bring up uh, the point about what it's gonna be like when everything goes back to normal. Do you feel like people are just gonna go crazy? As far as, you know, they've been around their spouse or their girlfriend or boyfriend all this time. Now they just want to see some new faces, Sadly.
3: I think there's going to be a lot of conversation like, you know what, this Friday night is my night. This Saturday night is going to be my night out with my boys, my night out with my girls. I think it's going to be a lot of conversation like that. And I think that those couples have earned that quality Definitely. time with their friends and their family because they've just been in house with that person.
2: Oh, yeah. It's definitely going to be a time where, okay, we have now come to an understanding of each other and we know what we need to do. We know what's best for us and whatnot. And so I think you can either come out strong or you can come out just a different person as each like separately. So it's definitely going to be an eye opener as far as how strong the relationship is or just how much, you know, like Tyler says, how much you really know who you are by yourself without that person. Because we do go, because there are, you know, as humans, but sometimes like we go into the relationship and we become the relationship before we really become ourselves. And that's, you know, hard because then we start seeing the pet peeves and we start seeing the issues of the person. And then that's when we realize, okay, look, like we need to separate and I need to find who I am first.
1: Yeah. And I do believe, like I said before, these couples, if you, if you make it through the quarantine, not saying that you're just not going to get a divorce and everything's all set in stone and you're good, but I do think you're in a much better position than you were pre-quarantine because to to make it through these months locked away with somebody, like you have now overcome something traumatic. So that, now, that bond <laughs> is now that yeah. much stronger. And so now, yeah, when we get out, now I'm going with my boys. You can go with whomever you're going with. Like everybody, we're going to be good because there's like a better understanding than there was before.
3: Yeah, I had a client tell me, that they miss the fact that they miss that person.
1: I can see that. Mm-hmm.
3: They're missing the fact that they're, they used to missing.
1: Miss- that's yeah. a good one. Yeah. And
3: I was like, that's, that's really, that's true. Like you imagine like, you know, you go to work or you have a routine or maybe you see them a couple of days a week and you're like, damn, I miss my babe. But mm-hmm. then now it's like, oh, I can't wait to miss you. Yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: yes. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Ooh, I can't, I need you to go. Just go. I, go I need you. Minutes please
0: yeah i know that's okay
1: i'll wait till later y'all go ahead are you sure yeah i'll wait
0: okay um i did want to bring up the whole topic of religion pastor john brought this up um at a time you know like this with the pandemic and everything he's saying that prayer can't fix everything you know you actually have to sit down and talk to that person and communicate and i thought that that was a really good point to make because I do. What people who are really religious who pray, um, I was wondering how they felt and maybe I know Jade, you're very you're pretty religious. I would think, right?
2: Oh, that's a compliment. Yes,
0: yes, yes. You're religious. So, I mean, what did you think about that and prayer and you know actually
2: having to sit down and talk to your partner? Um, honestly, if I did have a partner, I think it's very like important, and I. When what he just him saying that in general that is facts. You can't just leave it all on God to fix everything for you, because you know in the Bible, literally in Genesis, it's the man becomes makes his work and then the woman comes along. And so like you know we try to you know work so hard to become who we are as a person first, and we've already worked on that. And so now that you're together, it's like y'all have to be willing. To work together now. You can't just leave it to God and be like, God, please fix all this stuff because, you know, the God will will help you, but you also need to be willing, just as much as you're willing to put in the work for yourself in order to become who you are and get to where you strive for in life, you know, as he helps you along that way, you have to do the same thing in a relationship. But now you you have to worry about other people now. So I feel like what he said is true. You know, you don't, you can't just rely on prayer. You know, there's only so much that, you know, God can do, you know, I, you know, it's like, he's like a father. I'm going to teach you, I'm going to help you, but you have to be able to put in the work and be able to um, do it on your own without me in a way.
1: Yeah. yeah it's prayer and spirituality. All of that is a guide. It's, it's to keep you centered It's to keep you connected so that you can have a clear mind, a clear heart and a sound moral compass to, to actually do the work. And that's the part that I feel like a lot of people miss when they think about prayer and religion they think "Oh, well, if i just leave it all at the altar if i just turn it all over to god that'll be it well that's part of it but you still have to do your part and you still have to do the work and so i feel like pastor gray definitely uh pointed that out like prayer is necessary prayer is a couple but then y'all need to do the work
3: and we're, yeah. all, we're all pretty much bible readers we know faith without yeah. works is dead mm-hmm. so anything that you that you want in this life, whether it's a great relationship, whether it's great partnership with yourself, whatever the case may be, you have to be willing to put in the work. I always look at it like this. I feel like if I get to, if God sees me working bare minimum, 10%, I think that he'll bless me with that 90 to make sure I get where I got to go. He just want to see me work. And I feel like you have to put in right. that work anything that you do, and, and God will bless you. I agree. I agree. I agree
0: yes um let's see was there anything else you guys wanted to talk about oh the reframing what did you guys think about reframing your vocabulary and making it so that you're looking at the positive opposed to the negative I know that throughout the past few weeks that's really all I I do is just try and keep a positive mindset focused on the things that I can control and everything else is like pretty much out of my control but how do you guys feel about that that positive mindset
1: No, that's kind of how I live my life anyway. And uh, I feel like the quarantine has definitely just magnified that for me. uh, Because as I've said before, as much as it pains me to see everyone dying, as much as it pains me to see everyone hurting and in pain, this quarantine isn't a negative for me personally. This quarantine has been a moment to slow down, reflect, get some things in order, some things that that I was neglecting. I no longer have the excuse anymore so when things are still not getting done there's nobody else to blame but me and it's like okay you really need to work on this 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 and that so for me quarantine and all of that has just been nothing but a positive so I'm always looking for the positive in every situation
0: Mm -hmm. oh yes okay and then oh sorry Jay
3: no I was gonna say I definitely think this is an awesome time for us to work do some self-reflection um do some planning um, I don't think that this is something that we're going to be in for the duration of the year. But I think that this gave us enough time to kind of reset. Because I don't know about y'all, 2020
1: came in swinging them things.
2: Man. It was doing pretty good, too, in the beginning. And the next thing you know,
3: a whole virus blew over. Yeah. It's
1: like once Kobe, once Kobe went on out of here, it's like everything just went down.
3: Yeah, 2020 came in a little hard. So I feel like we all needed a little, whew, okay, let me get this shit together. Let me figure this out um Plan the rest of this year out and make it. Make it. It can still be the best year of our life thus far, y'all.
0: I mean, honestly,
3: our blessing can still come this year. It really can.
2: Yeah. Honestly, I think even like not even just in a materialistic way, but the biggest blessing is you coming out of here being the best of yourself. Then you really even right. Yeah, and I mean, you know as far as reframing goes, like you have to get your mental to reframe with things because, you know, this is a perfect time to practice that because when you do get out, there are going to be some things that you saw negative so many times. And now that you reframe to the point like, okay, well, you know, this, I mean, dude, like I really, this is like something that like, I hate to like bring it back to like, like religion, but like, this is what God wants us to do. You know what I mean? The bad things that are going, that we go through and deal with, that's the point. That's the part where you start having faith in him in a way where it's just like, okay, look, like I get this sucks. I get it didn't go the way that you wanted it to go. But look, you have to see the bright side of it. Why did you not get that job? Or why didn't you do this? It's because I have a better plan for you.
1: Exactly. And
2: that's that's so important. And when it comes to reframing, it's so hard to not mentally allow yourself to get into that deep pitfall of depression because you know this is a big change. We don't know the unknown. We obviously know this won't happen forever. But also... With the jobs on the line and everything, I know it can put us in a mental. But we have to try to see the positive things of what we're doing with ourselves and what it's preventing us from um, getting ourselves into. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and that's what Definitely. I was saying. Like when this is over, I don't exactly know what type of like mate I'm looking for. The next, when the next relationship I get into, it's not going to be oh I was just so attracted to you or I just got caught up in this or this one little like I. I I just know, I know, I know, I know because I've had so much time to be in isolation, to really think, look at all of the relationships that were great. They were a lot of fun, but mm-hmm. why didn't they work? What went wrong? What If I was in those relationships right now in a quarantine situation, I would be losing it because right. I just like, so my point is. I know I kind of said it in a harsh, brash way at first, but what I was trying to say is that if you just use this time, deal with the loneliness, because it does get lonely, absolutely. Deal with the loneliness, fully understand what is happening and really try to figure out what it is you want. When this is over, you won't be wasting time anymore. No more dead in relationships. No, more, I can pick right off the bat, oh, this is going to be toxic. I'm like, yeah, like you just, right. you just know. So that's what I was trying to say.
3: I think it's also key for people to that are watching to maybe make a list of things that you want in a partner mm. that maybe you figure out from day to day during this quarantine. I want somebody to gr- help me grow shop. I want somebody that knows how to cook because I can't cook. I want somebody to help me with this. Make a list so you can make sure that you're getting, that you identify exactly what you want. I was told years ago that making a list was bad. I don't think that anymore. I think making mm. a list is amazing because you can also prophesy over that list that you want mm-hmm. and manifest the type of person that you want if you you know if you write it down you make it plain to god i want a man to do this i want a man to do this i want a man like this it, it'll happen yeah that's god, true i'm gonna send me my millionaire
0: <laughs> it gonna He be- will mm-hmm. you never know when you never know when
2: long- i i be praying every day <laughs> i feel like Loki tired of me bringing it up like- <laughs>
3: Loki. key, about like
0: stay the week now.
2: I'll be like god. <laughs> but <had> no. Like <laughs> <laughs> I That's
0: agree good. with you guys. I feel like they yes, Tyler, like you were saying, it's so sad, you know, people are passing away from coronavirus and we're dealing with that everybody's dealing with it in their own way but I do think that there are positives that can come out of this just honing in on you and who you are and what you want and what's next for you um and getting to know your family more your roommates more like I get I listen I got four roommates we are having fun it's, okay. I'm having fun but it's it's a process you know it's like we're getting to know each other on a lot of different levels and that's it's a positive
1: yeah so, Yes.
0: Tyler, did we have any news today for Mr. and Mrs. Smith? We
1: had uh, uh, yeah. just, just a couple, two little things to mention. Um, one, if you guys get the opportunity, go to either either one of their pages, Jada or Will Smith. Um, Will was picking on Jada. I don't know if you guys saw this video. There's the a video where Will's picking on it because Jada and, and Willow have these um, these masks. You know the, the beauty masks? And so they have these beauty masks on while they're baking a cake. And he's obviously getting on their nerves and just watching them all like Will, like will you leave us alone like that? Yo, what's up, y'all? It's Today, a very entertaining video. So check that out. And then there was also I'm a Fresh hyped, Prince hyped, Reunion. Love this one. I'm oh. not even gonna rap about oh. it. Watch this. Yay. So yeah. Yeah, welcome home, checking out, uh, Jada and Willow as they're preparing a cake and he's just making fun of them the whole time. And of course, they are, of course, giving it back to him. <laughs> Willow and Jada are baking a cake. Which is cool. The only thing I don't understand is why they need to uh, the their second skin video the to Fresh be right reunion, while they're baking. That was—I uh, don't know if you guys saw that—it was an amazing moment yeah, where every, all of the cast in the Fresh Prince, was walk walk away. and the original, and the original Aunt Bee. Better say it—that's my girl. <laughs> um, every, <laughs> there was a reunion. Everybody was there. DJ Jazzy Jeff actually had the coronavirus and uh, he recovered, so he kind of talked about his his situation and how that was for him, but it was just nice to see the whole cast get back together, and Will was like, there's just no way for us to really do an honest reunion, because Uncle Phil isn't here, so, Mm -hmm. but just like Jay Lamar said, the comments, though, were going crazy, talking about both, y'all can bring the original Aunt Viv or the chocolate Aunt Viv back, just for like a moment, but y'all know they don't get along, so. I would have loved to have seen her
3: I mean, even if it was for five minutes,
1: just. But when you don't like somebody, though, like while we faking it, people are dying left and right. There's no need for me to even try to. Fake we don't
3: it. have to talk to
1: her. It's his page. He's the one that brought all this together. Tatiana Ali could have talked to her. But it's Will's <laughs> company that's editing these videos, and he don't even want to go through the edits.
0: Ooh, so Ooh that's you don't like to,
1: Listen, when you don't like somebody. Hey. And you know, I'm all about being real and authentic. So if I don't like you, I don't like you. I'm not <laughs> you.
3: When you reach that level of success, what you care about not liking somebody for
1: you? Yeah, but see, here's the thing though. Guys. Will, is on this, Will is on this level, On Viv is down here. And so why am I trying to bring you up and we don't get along? Okay, that's all I got. my got
0: Thank you, Tyler Tyson. That was beautiful. <laughs> well, that completes our episode this week. It was a good episode. I learned a lot. I did. But Absolutely. we'll be back here. A
1: great episode. It was. It was.
0: It was. We will be back here next week. Hopefully, there's a new episode for us to review. In the meantime, make sure you subscribe. Follow us all on Instagram. You can follow me on Instagram at Miss Tyler Simone. Tyler, where can they follow you?
1: You can follow me on all social media at the Tyler Tyson.
2: Jane. Okay. Always, <laughs> <laughs> oh, we never just know. I'm just like, well, you can find me on Instagram at MING official, M A I M I N G official.
3: You can follow me on all also- <laughs> media <laughs> and I am Jay Lamar. And if you're looking for dating and love advice, you can also follow my company at We Find Him. Okay, a so show about so a
0: slight plug plug that in there we'll see you guys next week
1: bye y'all. bye,
0: bye. Peace.
2: our founder kevin undergaro and me maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz tv
3: remember we're not just the first we're the biggest in the world and we're
2: the only destination for all your favorite tv shows whatever you crave we've got it so go to afterbuzz and check out our lineup buzz see you later <laughs>